Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Thursday morning, October 28th. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along. So glad to be back home today after some three very eventful days down at North Carolina State University. And if you're a new student joining me uh, from that time, a special welcome to you. I hope you subscribe, hit the notify, and tell your friends to be here every day. We have been talking in this series of messages about why people leave the faith. Maybe you know someone who was once a faithful believer, you thought, and now they don't even believe at all. They don't follow Christ. They might even deny the Lord. And of course, there's people, even prominent people, prominent musicians, preachers who seem to be walking away from the faith. What is this? Why does this happen? We've looked at a number of reasons today. I want to look at the, the, uh, one of the reasons Jesus gives us specifically. When he talks about the four soils, or the, the seed that's found in the four soils, or the sown on the four different soils, and we'll read today from Mark chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who heard the word, but the worries of the world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things, enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Unlike some of the other reasons that people fall away that happen fairly dramatically, for instance, someone chooses sin, or someone becomes bitter, or someone um, uh, is the result of persecution or rejection, and they can almost look at an event that caused them to fall away from the Lord, in these cases, it happens slowly, slowly and then suddenly. What happens? Jesus said that, that this, this person, I believe, became a follower of Christ, was following the Lord, was interested in God. But the, the normal cares of life, these things that they're concerned about, they're not necessarily sinful. We all have to get along in this world. We all have to kind of live in this world. We have to earn a living. We have to, we have the, even if we're believers, we don't become monks. We don't go live in a monastery or go live out in the woods where we just, you know, uh, live in a tent or homeless or something like this. And so we all have the responsibilities of our caring for ourselves, our families, providing, and so on. And these things are legitimate, but they do, they can crowd in. And like weeds in the yard or weeds in the garden, if not tended to properly, they can overtake us and cause us to slowly lose interest in God, slowly lose interest in the things of God, slowly sit there and, and, and have, lose interest in the Word of God. And one day we wake up and we say, wow, I'm not sure I even believe this anymore. It happens slowly and then suddenly. <clears throat> Might I suggest there are solutions to this, and every one of us needs to be careful that we don't, that this does not happen to us. I think the solution is found in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23, where he says this, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. In the Christian world, in the Christian life, our heart is very, very important. The heart refers to our deep desires. What do we really want? And here Jesus is talking about Matthew chapter 4 or Mark chapter 4. He talks about 
that we begin to desire other things. Rather than to please God, we desire what the world has to offer. Rather than please God, we just want to get rich. Rather than please God, we're just worrying all the time about how things are going to work out. Now again, we do have concerns in this world, but we've got to be careful that they don't sneak in and overcome. And so we guard our heart. We tend our heart. We check our desires. We make sure that we are focusing on the right things. I suggest three things. I'd like to suggest three things. Number one, you do this daily. Of course, this is why we do our daily word and prayer. We hope that this 15 minutes or so, we're refocusing on the Lord. We're getting inspired to remember the things that count the most. We all have to go about our day. We all have things on our mind and so forth. But to fit in this 15 minutes or in your life also, a daily quiet time, a time in the Word of God where you trust God to speak to you, a time where you pray about the things in your heart, you give them to God, you 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 bring God into your world, bring God into the worries of the world that you have, bring God into your concerns, bring God into your, your work and your, your life that relates to finance, bring God into all this and ask God to be refining and refocusing you every day, whether it's here, daily quiet time, I'd suggest both. But then secondly, weekly, I would encourage you to have a weekly Sabbath. I would encourage you to have a day that you set aside really to try and detach from all the concerns and worries of the world, all the things that would weigh you down, all the things that could occupy your mind and and legitimate things in order to refocus on the Lord. Jesus, you know, the Bible in the 10th commandment says, six days shall you work and do all your labor, and the seventh day shall be a Sabbath unto the Lord. Can you figure out a way to get it all done in six days? Can you figure out a way to get everything you need to do done in those six days? I believe that's what God wants us to do. And take that day. For me, it is Sunday. I know a lot of pastors, you choose another day because Sunday is a very busy day for you. But that day to detach, for me, it's Sunday. My Sunday often looks like I go to church. Uh, afterwards, you know, we do a meal together. We may go out to eat with someone or we may come home um, on our own or whatever. I sit down to read for a little bit and I always take a nap. doesn't take long to fall asleep. <laughs> Towards the end of the day, after six o'clock, then I begin to think and plan my next week and think ahead to the week. But I try during that, the daytime on Sunday, I try and break free from the news break free from my responsibilities, my planning, my administration, anything like that for the ministry. Break free from thinking about anything related to money, related to my finances. Just detached. Break free from the internet, from things that I enjoy reading, and just focus on the Lord, take some rest, let my mind rest, let my mind relax. I find that when I don't get this, by Wednesday, I'm I'm a little bit more frazzled. I'm not I'm just not at much at peace and at relaxed and energized as when I take this day. Now I might add, we're busy people. We've always got something to do. And we've always got access to something interesting, don't we? But might I say that that for me, the it's not been easy to build this as a habit in my life, but it's been beneficial. And I really try and do it. And I might encourage you to try and have a day 
at least a, a, a full day for me. It's from Sunday morning till 6 o'clock Sunday to just detach and be with the Lord. And then thirdly, I would encourage you to try and build into your life a, a, an extended time of just detaching. We call this a vacation, okay? And to have a week each year or an extended time, four days, five days, whatever it would be, build it into your schedule. Get away from the normal stuff. But don't just take all your problems with you and everything with you. Try and have it be a time where you detach from the rest of the world. You, you are thinking about just allowing your soul to be refreshed, reminding yourself what's important, reminding yourself what you want to do. Now, a lot of times we take our vacations where, you know, you go say, hey, boy, as a result of this, I'm going to go buy a timeshare. I'm going to go uh, buy a vacation home or something like that. And you just add to these, the, this, this side of things. Now, I'm not judging anyone who does that, but I would suggest, and this is one, re one reason that here at TSCM, we're offering like the, our trip to Israel each year. We're offering our Alaska cruise now, or we do the Faith Walkers Conference. These are ideal times to set aside. Now, the, let me tell you, Faith Walkers is intensive teaching for four days, three, four days. Israel, we see all the holy sites, and it's, it's a little bit more intense and active. We go to a lot of places. There's a lot of teaching there. It is focused on that. Alaska Cruise is a little bit different. It's a little bit more of a vacation, a time to relax. We'll have teaching, and we'll have worship. But most of the day, you'll be on your own and able to enjoy the sights and so forth. So that's more of a relaxing time, whereas Israel is more of an educational time. Faith Walkers is a highly ins inspirational time. The point being, try and build into your schedule at least once a year, a time to really set aside, really try and put aside the cares of the world, the desires for other things, the, the responsibilities of life, the worries of this world, and refocus on the God we serve, the God we love. Guard your heart with all diligence. The worries of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desire for other things, this is the world we live in. We're not to be monks. We're not to just detach and just have nothing to do with the world. And I don't believe that's the answer. But I do believe that as we are in the world, so that we, and as Paul said, we make use of the world, but not full use of the world. We guard and watch over our heart to make sure that we're setting time aside to refocus on what counts. We don't want those thorns and thistles to invade the weeds, to invade our life, so that one day we wake and say, wow, I just lost interest in God. I'm wondering if I even still believe in him because we've neglected to tend our spiritual garden, shall we say. Okay? Father in heaven, we come to you today as people who are serious about knowing you and loving you and following you. We believe, Lord, that this is our life purpose we believe this is our life calling. We believe this is why you made us. And we believe, Father, that a relationship with you through Jesus, it makes life meaningful and significant. We confess that we live in a world that, Lord, and sometimes we wish we just never had to worry about any other responsibilities, earthly responsibilities. Sometimes we wish we didn't ever have to worry about money. Worry about where any, any, any of these things. I just didn't have to think about them. We could just spend our days with you. 
But Lord, that's not the world we live in. And so I pray you teach us and help us know how to navigate the responsibilities of life that are important to do, but it's also important that they don't crowd out our relationship with you. Help us to know how to keep you central in everything. That the, worry, the things that would worry us, we cast them onto you. We, we give you our burdens. That our, our life, we build rhythms into our life daily, weekly, annually. Rhythms and patterns into our life to assure that we're watching over our heart. To assure that we're staying focused on, the, on what really matters. Lord, I do pray. I do pray for each of us, your blessing upon us, your blessing upon our earthly responsibilities, your blessing upon our finances, your blessings upon our work and our family, your blessings upon all these things that we, we need to do. We invite you into them. We don't see you separate. We invite you into, we ask you to be Lord of all these areas and we ask your blessing and how we pray that we would be people who uh, can, can fit time in the word and prayer together fit that into our life, and it doesn't make us less productive, but more so. We pray, Father, that, that those of us who work six days a week would be more productive than, than we were when we, we tried to work seven days a week. We pray, Lord, that you'd help us to have these annual times where, where we really set apart a few days to seek you and to understand and to detach from all the pressures that come upon us and remind ourselves that you're there to invite you into our lives and to refocus so that we might be the people you want us to be. We confess, Lord, it's easy to get off course. It's easy. It's, it happens slowly, slowly, and then suddenly. I pray, Father, watch over us. I pray, Lord, if any of us have gotten off course, correct us, we pray. Bring us back on. I want to thank you, Lord, for the good people who come here every day. I pray that, that this time in the word and prayer each day would help, help each one, help me, help each one of us to stay focused on what really, really matters as we prepare ourselves and as we go about our, the responsibilities of life. We pray these things and we thank you. Thank you you're with us. We invite you into our lives freshly. We invite you into our homes into our business, into our finances, into our money, into our work, into, in, into the, our free time. We invite you to be Lord of all. And we don't want to drift away and exclude you because you are the Lord and you are the one who makes life meaningful. We bless you and we love you today. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Okay, folks. Praise the Lord. In life, let's do that. Let's stay focused. Thank you for joining me. If you're a regular, I trust God is building your life, encouraging, strengthening you day by day by day. We trust a little bit of the word here, a little bit of prayer. He's changing us, transforming us. So make sure and share this. Invite your friends. If you're new, once again, welcome. So glad to have you along. God bless you. It's good to be with you. You have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow morning right here, same time, 8.30, or you can watch anytime through the day, or you can listen to the podcast. If you can't watch the YouTube, go to Apple, Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms where you can download the audio and listen to it. It'll be posted here in just a few minutes. You can listen to it anytime. 
God bless you. You have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.